0: Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, joined today by Mr. Glenn Beck, Mr. Jeffy Fisher from uh, Chewing the Fat podcast. Thank you for being here, Jeffy. You're welcome.
1: Good and to be here.
0: And Mr. Jason Buttrell from... Chief Researcher of the Glenn Beck program, program mm-hmm. and also Blaze TV. Because we do utilize you for other things, too. It's true. Mm-hmm. Such as this show. Sorry about that. <laughs> 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 All right, Glenn, what's the top story for you today? Uh,
2: the drums of war.
0: Okay. Jeffy.
3: Are we ready to uh, be questioned by law enforcement for uh, tweets
1: and Facebook likes and retweets?
0: Uh, No. Actually, I'm not ready for that. It's Oh, good. Jason. An old
1: 1987 nuclear treaty that is geopolitically outdated. We need a 2019 version, and that's why something happened today.
0: All right. Before we get into all of that, I want to thank our sponsor, Cosmo Hurts Kids. So Cosmopolitan Magazine... Is not the same Cosmopolitan magazine that it was when no, I was Oh <laughs> yeah. it, it was
2: always a slut fest. It was my, always
0: it was always skirting the line. Oh it was I always I think now it's all my over. My mother used really? to
2: yes. Any teenage boy my age uh enjoyed that magazine as well. Uh, it was. It was a stories. stories. It was a smut fest. <laughs> Always a smut fest. It's just society has gone into
1: the insane zone. Yeah. So who uh, was around then? It wasn't the Sears robot catalog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Victoria Hearst, uh, wow. who is a member of the Hearst family, who wow. owns Cosmopolitan magazine, she She's is going out and taking a stand. Not to censor their free speech, but just that, you know, Cosmopolitan magazine, it contains material that is harmful to children, and she thinks that it should be labeled as so. I agree with her. I don't want my six-year-old going to the supermarket and reading the things that are on just the front cover of this magazine. If you want to hear more, go to CosmoHertzKids.com. All right, Glenn. The drums of war. I mean, I'm glad that on Friday we can get to something light, you know.
2: Uh, it's just uh, you know I'm 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 watching eight categories um, this year and uh, those categories are already starting to merge as Jason will tell you these are very different categories from business to medicine to war to economy and they're all starting to merge uh, already all,
1: all at the same time all at
2: the same time it's crazy it is it's nuts. Because uh, when I explained this a month ago to my staff, I said, you, I know these seem separate, but watch, they are going to start to domino into each other in the next 18, 24 months, and it's already happening. Um, and one of the things I'm watching is, is the, uh, the Allies and Axis powers are changing And you're seeing the Axis powers start to move. And Donald Trump this morning uh, removed the nuclear treaty that we had with Russia that was negotiated by Ronald Reagan and Gorbachev in 1987. Uh, And, you know, it's been a sham for Russia for forever. Um, But moving it right now, as we are also moving with China... China, as we found out yesterday, is off the coast of Venezuela. Mm -hmm. One of their ships is sitting right next to one of our ships. I've never
1: seen that before in our hemisphere. No one's reported that, which is absolutely insane to me. We have people on the ground there in Venezuela and just outside of Venezuela. That's the only way we were able to find that out. That's a huge story. I can't believe no one's reported it. Huge story to have a battleship
2: from China (laughs) in our hemisphere, basically in the Gulf Uh, Gulf of Mexico pretty damn close to the Gulf of Mexico Um, and now with Russia and I am I am less concerned about nuclear war than I am about the war of ones and zeros but we are headed towards a global war and I think all of the nations that are real players are already positioning
3: and and preparing for what I think will become World War III. And we talked about it uh, not long ago, saying that we were already at war, really, right? We just hadn't, we just hadn't shown its face yet, Yeah, right? We're in proxy wars right now, and we're pushing each other around,
2: and it's getting a little dicey. Um, but the other side, while we are not bringing our allies together, you're not seeing the allied powers getting stronger. You're not seeing France and, and Germany Ooh. and America coming together and saying, hey, we're against this. But you are seeing Turkey, Russia, China, um, uh, Iran, even Cuba, Venezuela, all coming to the table and saying, we're with them. So you have the dark powers, the Axis powers, all kind of converging and coming together, while it seems the Allied powers are twiddling their thumbs. There is no Winston Churchill this time.
0: Jason, um The old
1: 1987 treaty was built off of the fact that there were two... Opposing forces at the time, you had the Soviet Union, and you had NATO, pretty much everyone else. And the intermediate range treaty is, which is what Secretary of State Pompeo announced today, that they're going to deliver formally in writing on by Saturday, that we are pulling that out, unless once and for all, within six months, they declare they're going to stop doing what they've been doing for the past several years. What they've been doing is is developing ground-launched cruise missiles that can strike up to, I think, 5,000 kilometers. So basically any, anywhere within Europe that they, that they want to. This does not threaten the United States at all. It threatens our allies. It threatens Europe is what that does. The ones I mean, that are
2: really concerned are the old Iron Curtain countries.
1: Right. They're the only
3: ones in the world that are truly awake. Romania, places like that. Poland. Yep, Poland. Does for uh,
2: sure. anybody
1: foresee that actually happening? And um, well, Russia's saying, oh, you know what? Yeah, we'll stop. So, Oh, no. No, they're, no. th- they're going conti- to continue to do it. And the, the strange thing about this is that, well, not, just the interesting thing about this is, as you said, the old Axis and Allied powers are starting to come together. Before, it was just these two superpowers kind of battling it out against each other. But that was the geopolitical uh, climate at the time. We were able to get, Reagan was able to get over 2,000 of these missiles that were going to be nuclear-tipped. Just off off the market, and they just were kind of content at the time to just leave that alone, but that also included not just nuclear tip missiles, but that included all missiles, all missiles that were in, in that intermediate range now we didn 't have to worry about China at the time because China at the time was pretty much on our side on this. They were also opposed to the Soviet Union, but they were never included in that treaty, only we were we couldn 't build up those missiles so while we're trying to figure out the changing situation in, in uh, the East and South China Sea with China, China has been dumping loads and loads and loads of these missiles that are banned by Russia and us. They've been dumping all those missiles in those little islands they're creating. They're dumping those all along the coast. They're pointing them at Japan. They're pointing them at certain Taiwan. Taiwan other predetermined spots in the ocean are aircraft carriers. Um, they've been pointing them at, uh, Guam for crying out loud and literally within a few hours of us saying that we were going to do this treaty, uh, I'm going to play a, uh, just a quick little, well, I'm going to talk over this, but this is, this was just a few hours before uh, they did this. China did this huge um, uh, national, like you know, address basically, oh, oh, oh. and said, "This is our these is our new crowning achievements. These are the things that we're going to launch. This is their ground-based cruise launch missile, the thing that we can't produce, and the thing that Russia cannot produce, which Russia has been doing already, anyway, on their own. These are the things that they're pointing out there. This specific missile that you just saw playing is called the Guam and aircraft killer missile." Like, that's not its official name, but that's what people are dubbing it as. Its specific purpose is to track, hit moving targets like aircraft carriers or ships, our our ships, our Navy, and to take out Guam, uh, Japan, all those places. We can't do a thing about that right now. At least for the next six months, we cannot put a deterrent on that. So I think, the, I think 75% of the, of the reason why we pulled out of this was not because of what Russia was doing. I think Russia actually gave us the excuse. We said, great, we're going to expose what you've been doing for the past several months. We're pulling out of this. And I don't think that this says we're going straight towards a huge buildup. I think this sets the groundwork for us to approach, uh, to get a new treaty. Exactly. We can bring Russia to the table. We can bring China to the table. We could even bring North Korea to the table so that maybe they could take off some of their intermediate range. They're now a nuclear nation. Yeah. We can bring them all to the table and hopefully do something about this. So, what about Iran, I don't think that's where it ends. Maybe what about Iran.
0: Where do you think it ends?
1: I think it.
2: I, I think the war. I think, you know, we were talking um, earlier this week off air about the um, the Opium War, and if you look at the Opium War from with England and India and China, that was that was the the English buying opium from india and selling it into china to hook their people okay to destroy them and rot them from within uh, and get everybody hooked on opium that's what that war was about stop stop selling our people opium okay uh well what is china doing right now fentanyl opioids a lot of that is coming from china and they're dumping it into our society and we are getting hooked and we're rotting from within I really think that we're approaching the time that I have I've said forever, probably right after September 11th. There's going to come a time when our allies or our, our enemies around the globe say they're too weak to do anything. They're the spread time. too thin.
1: They're too weak. Go. Did you talk about that's when we're trouble? Did you talk about the history behind why the whole opium thing got introduced? Which is very interesting in itself. Oh, yeah. That was a, a trade war. A, a trade war. Basically, China was selling all their stuff to a bunch of people. See if this sounds familiar. And we were giving <laughs> gotcha. them a bunch of money. Uh, well, England. the English were giving them a bunch of money, but they weren't, get, they weren't buying any of the uh, Chinese, weren't buying English goods. Mm-hmm. So there was a huge trade imbalance. Interesting. Yeah. So then the British were like, maybe if we send all this or sell all them this opium, they'll have something that we can actually sell them and they'll buy some of our stuff. So their response to a trade war scenario was to sell them opium. China's response to our trade war now is to flood our market with opium. It's, it's insane how cyclical history is sometimes. Boy, no kidding.
0: Glenn, you said earlier that you are more concerned with the war of ones and zeros. Can you expand on
1: yeah, that?
2: Yeah. Um, you know, this comes from Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin said the next war, the third world war, will, will not be fought with nuclear weapons. It will be fought with ones and zeros. We're already seeing that ones and zeros can be can be anything from fake news, uh, deep fakes that is coming. It's we've already seen it. That's what we're supposedly investigating in Washington, D.C. That's why it's so disconcerting to see everybody pay so much attention to Donald Trump's involvement with that. We should be looking into what the Russians and the Chinese are doing to influence our media and our people uh, through social media. That's the first volley. The next is we know that China has hacked into our power grid. We know that they have, they turn things on and off. We know that they have, what is it, uh, 12 floors of programmers or hackers that, that are dedicated only every day to hacking into the Pentagon servers. There's... That's I'm trying to remember. 80, <laughs> just, just
0: the 12 floors.
2: 85,000 attacks on Pentagon servers. Let's keep trying again. I can't remember. It's but it's a very short period of time. I want to say it's a day, but that seems crazy. But they have 12 floors of people. That that's all they do, and they've targeted our Pentagon. They spend all day just trying to get into our Pentagon servers. So war of ones and zeros whether that is shut down the power grid which would kill, I, if you could shut it down permanently and EMP oh style stuff you kill 90% of the US population how, in one year How
3: military aside uh, with, the, with the Pentagon, how we do not spend the money to protect our power grid that's a crime in itself and that, that, will, that will kill you, the US if that gets shut down I agree
1: alright, back in man, a minute
3: it's been a good Friday
1: alright, <laughs> right. hey
0: Go watch the movie. Jeffy, you said that uh, we're going to get arrested from all this. So, but hold on. We're going to get... Arrested for that? Just yes or no?
2: Or questioned by police. Questioned by questioned police. Questioned by police. Already okay. Is.
0: All right. So we're going to get into that. But before we do that, we want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. Uh, so I, I'm i about to have another birthday. I don't like to talk about it because... It's only been
1: like 11, 12 months. What?
0: I know. It's, it's like crazy. It happens every so year. Fast. And every single year I get older, I seem to have more and more just...
2: But you do not look, I mean this sincerely, and sincerely, you do not look a day over 50.
1: (laughs) I knew that was coming. You
0: couldn't even say it was a straight straight (laughs) (laughs) face. Seriously, though, though. there (laughs) are a lot of Americans who just live in pain. You live in pain all the time. You try pharmaceutical drugs. They don't work. I did the same thing. I tried acupuncture. I tried massage. I tried everything. Glenn, I know that you did as well. Opium. (laughs) Okay. Hero- uh, heroin smoke them opium. <laughs> and heroin. Yeah. Um, so if you don't want to do that, and you maybe want something a little better, uh, might I suggest you try Relief Factor? Um, so Relief Factor is 100% all natural, and it actually targets the inflammation in our bodies, which most people don't realize is the source of a lot of your pain. Try the three-week quick start pack. It's $19.95. 70% of the people who try it go on to keep buying it. It's working for them. It's working for us. It can work for you, but you won't know until you try it. So go to relieffactor.com or call the number at the bottom of your screen. For podcasts, it's 800-500-8384. Try it. See if it works for you. It's worth the 20 bucks.
3: relieffactor.com. Jeffy. So a uh, gentleman in, in uh, the United Kingdom, which is, you know, I know it's across the pond, so it's, uh, you know, it's on its way here, uh, claims that uh, he was questioned by police for his uh, liking and retweeting of transphobic tweets. Someone complained about it, and that means that the police had a...
0: Someone complained to the police about it.
3: Yes. And so they, they called and questioned him because uh, it's not a crime. It's not a crime. But since he was liking and promoting these transphobic tweets because he believes that you know, transgender, uh, no, there's only two genders. Uh, how dare him. Uh, that becomes a, they marked it down as a hate incident. So it's not a crime, but it is an incident.
0: So it goes and in this gentleman's file?
3: They questioned the him about it, and they were, they were just concerned about where it was headed. And uh, they were concerned that, you know, you could possibly, uh, you know, lose your job. We, I mean, we have had people lose their jobs over those specific tweets, that they have tweeted or Facebook post that they have posted. Yeah, but
0: this guy didn't, but
3: right, say he was just liking himself. and promoting other other tweets. And so uh, I just have a feeling that we are down that road already. And I, I I got a feeling that even as that starts because of those hate incidents, and we need to check our thinking, uh, it would seem that the uh, the platforms Twitter, Facebook, mm-hmm. they will help in finding the people. And letting the police uh, know where you are so you could, they could stop in and see how you're doing. See if they can check your thinking. Well, their, their
2: algorithms will be able to track what you're reading, even if you don't like it, even if you don't spread it. They're going to be able to see what you're reading. And that algorithm is going to show, look, they've done this, this, yeah. this, this, and this, which projection out leads to yeah. This. Yeah, I mean it's it's I mean,
3: minority ta- report. Yeah, you talk about history point. repeating itself. I mean, we're about where we're gonna have to close the curtains and
0: start whispering our thoughts to each other. Well, even then, I'm sure they'll have microphones and they'll be able to hear us anyway.
3: Wow, we're just doomed then.
0: I mean, but seriously though, the police—what a horrible abuse of power—to go and try to intimidate someone right. and they also I mean, to well, say, well, we're going to question they do you. Not
2: have freedom of speech. Now, remember, our universities are taking that heart now they sure are. Uh, and so many of the millennials don't understand that the free speech that really counts is the stuff that you don't like um, because pretty soon it'll be you mm-hmm. um, but uh, they don't have freedom of speech so they don't have the rights that we have um, but we are we are losing those things but we've lost them before yeah we have you know and we're cl- we've lost some already really yeah. just, those some have just slipped just right but with, but they, we have lost under Woodrow Wilson remember He made speaking German... Well, you remember, right? Uh, (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) uh, He made speaking German illegal. You couldn't speak German because we were were preparing to go to war with Germany, and that would make you a spy. And they actually arrested, I believe he was a Lutheran minister or priest. Somebody dropped dead of a heart attack or was dying... And he gave last rights in German to this American citizen, both American citizens, but both of German descent. And he gave the last
1: rights in German, and he actually went to jail for it. Wow, America. U- the UK is just straight up lost. I mean, it just seems straight up lost. It does and, seem that way. Like and the, and the police, yeah, they, they can they have a lot more ability to do stuff like that over there. But th- this was just, like all of this past year has just been story after story. There was that one story where the police went after that man and bragged about it just because he flipped them off on a traffic camera. That's right. Oh right! How right, dare right. he flip us off on the traffic camera, Which in New York happens every single probably second of the that's day. But oh, this guy that's, did that's it. That's hello, right? <laughs> hey, <laughs> that guy in the UK. I almost did it. He yeah. <laughs> did, did do uh-huh. it more than once. So.
0: Oh, that's I mean, true. That's trouble. The first one is oh, the free pass, and then after that, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Um, th- then there was the other case of when they were uh, when there was protesters outside the uh, the baby's uh, hospital where they were oh, trying right. to stop them from killing mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And then the police sent out a thing saying, "Hey, you know, if, if we, you know, the, there's some of this stuff circulating, we will be coming after you, or you know, you will be questioned by the police if we hear that you're going to be protesting at this spot." I mean, this is absolutely insane. But what's going on? What they're able to do now, that's I think that's only going to get worse. That's that rude. crackdowns going to get only going to get worse. They can do that through the government. They can do that to the police departments. Same thing's going to happen here. Unless something drastic happens, same thing's going to happen here, only not through the government, not through, you know, law enforcement, but through, like, what we were talking about, Twitter. Like, yeah, the, platforms, Facebook, the like. platforms. Freedom of it. speech is go, is go, is, doesn't have to be maintained by the government or, 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 uh, or guaranteed by the government because com- corporations have so much power now over what actually does or does not get out. This goes right into this couple stories that I had put in for, for this block, which I'm going to insert it in so I don't get stuck to uh, overtime this time. Um, <laughs> wow. But, um, but
0: there was- Sorry, Jason, oh. I didn't realize it was your show.
1: Wow. Taking it over. <laughs> um, the, wow, he seemed bitter.
2: You
0: know, I could just <laughs> cut to break if I wanted to. I it, um, it But Go
1: ahead. But just really quick. So, you talked about that new thing with uh, Microsoft, how they're putting in that little extension for web browsers mm-hmm. um, so that they can say, you know, what is one of their flags. What's good? Sites.
3: What's good? If you have a, a good, a good check mark.
1: Exactly. Drudge mm-hmm. reports on there. We got a bad rating Shield, on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's it called? The sh- Microsoft, Microsoft Shield. Microsoft Shield, right. Um, now, they're also adding in advertising to that. and They're ad- uh, adding in the, uh, whatever their ratings are. They're encouraging the advertisers to say, um, we're going to use your rating, and we won't advertise on those sites anymore. So not only are you, getting, you know, hoping people don't go to those sites and helping them not to do it, now they're saying they're not, they're gonna gonna they're mo- not even going to get money on it regardless because right. every single advertiser will not go there. Wow, Google Chrome is just adding another thing where they warn you at the top if you go to a fake website. Like let's say you want well, to go to what they consider a fake website. They, but yes. right now it says if you go to I don't know www.theblaze.com, but some you know, some jokester adds like a number after after it or whatever and tries to get you to log right. in and steal your information. That's the gateway drug to for them doing exactly what Microsoft is doing right, right now. So this is and look. Every at, platform is doing and they, this. As this they is have get worse. started,
3: right? They did it during the during the midterms when people were uh, joking about uh, vote on Wednesday and not Tuesday, and it was obviously <laughs> a joke. But they're blocking people and taking them off of Twitter and saying, you know, you're you're falsifying uh, actual voting day. It's you're not. There's no. There's no more jokes about Texas being closed, my friend. <laughs> people <laughs> yeah, know, know that it's open. That's a
2: lie. I know. And it's it's crazy because in two thousand. Six, uh, I think it was uh, 2004. No, we went to Ohio and we had listeners build because remember, John uh, John Kerry was waffling on the issues, and so we made a giant oh yeah the waffle. Th- float, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> the and float. listeners made it, and it was absolutely tremendous, and it looked like. John Kerry, his giant face made out of, like, waffles, waffles, okay? And it spoke. And so, I don't remember, I think Pat or somebody went and was doing the voice, and it would open the mouth, and he would say, Vote for me! a giant waffle head. And remember, if you're a Democrat, you vote on Wednesday! And it was driving all around. And they actually said, some places in Ohio said, they lost the vote because of the Waffle Head, which is absolutely ridiculous. But today, I don't think we could get away with that. No,
3: I don't no. think so either. No, I don't, I don't think so think either. That. Because Even that
2: Great. insane and obvious. Right. And,
3: and, and obvious, right? If you actually thought it was the truth, then you should just You're be a put, away. Right? You <laughs> put away. <laughs> you shouldn't vote anyway.
0: Back in a minute. <laughs> the Waffle <laughs> Head. Don't so good. Oh, didn't see you there I was just drinking my coffee from my the news and why it matters coffee cup that I have here oh, no coffee. oh you really
2: oh, so that
0: was supposed to be movie magic say,
2: yeah. well it sure was <laughs> wait a minute are these crystals <laughs>
3: uh.
0: you can get these at shop.theblaze.com. We've got a bunch of different stuff. Uh, we've got Chewing the Fat Mugs. Oh,
3: like Chewing the Fat Mug. Why isn't that here? I mean, this, this is a nice, beautiful mm-hmm. News and Why It Matters
0: mug. Mm-hmm.
3: Chewing the Fat mm-hmm. Okay. Not as good as
2: my Kentucky Fried Colonel yeah. Mugs. <laughs>
1: anyway. <laughs> so Go ahead.
0: Shop.theblaze.com. Shop. Oh. We've also got uh, special coverage coming up next week for the State of the Union. Glenn is going to be in D.C.
2: Yeah, I'm actually going. I've said no to the invites every year for 15 years. I'm actually going to. did not say yes. I did. I don't know why. Wow. I'm excited. Thomas Massey invited me, and so I was like, okay, I'll go this year. Uh, But uh, So I'll be there, and then we'll be part of the coverage Tuesday, everywhere, YouTube, uh, Facebook, and The Blaze TV. See
0: you guys in overtime.
1: Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com.
0: Before we get into overtime and I end up kicking Mr. Jeff Fisher off of my set, I want to thank our sponsor, Mercury Real Estate. Uh, So take this advice for what it's worth. Personally, I think that you should not find your real estate agent by looking to see whose picture is on a bench that people sit their rear ends on waiting for the bus. I don't know. It's just call me crazy, but I feel like that's not a good way to do it. Or, I don't know, looking in in the phone book and closing your eyes and then just picking a random realtor. Um, Point is, there are a bunch of me
3: no i'm with you i'm agreeing with you <laughs> okay
0: there are a bunch of different realtors
3: wow, you're out
0: there and they all claim that they know what they're doing except they kind of dabble in it and they don't know the area very well and um you know it's oh, like it my forever. mom's sister's brother's yes. cousin is actually a realtor and they can help you no you don't need that the
3: you're object of selling a house is you're supposed to buy low and sell high Yes. I just want to know that I've ne- that has never happened in my life Yes, where I have bought low and sold high.
0: Yeah, I've never used a real estate agent that I just really felt like, yes, that was the one. I feel really good about this decision. I've never had that happen, but that was because the last time I did any sort of real you estate exchange, use. I wasn't here. I didn't know about real estate agents I trust. com.
1: You know who would have really benefited from those Military people, like seriously, because That's true. everywhere yeah. I moved, yeah. the military, we, you have no idea about the area. Yeah. I would have killed to have something yeah. like real estate agents I trust when yeah. I was in the military.
0: So uh, Glenn and Tanya actually uh, founded this company because. Similarly, they had to, you know, they were in Glens and Radio. They're having to move all the time. Um, so, what they've done is they have this team. They have vetted these people already, these real estate agents. They do it full time. They know the area, they are the experts. They have vetted this team of real estate agents. And all you got to do is go to realestateagentsitrust.com and they've got an agent where you live. They've got like 1,200 agents all over the country. And you can use one of their people that they have vetted. They share your values. Use them. They're going to get you the best bang for your buck. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. You're welcome for the extra time of advertisements because of these two. How much do these
3: cost? Because you have no idea how I want to break this thing. Now. <laughs> <laughs> just for the heck of it. I won't. I won't. What I won't. is going on I don't know. on
1: Friday?
0: We're getting in
3: trouble non-stop. I just, oh, This is crazy. Uh, I just, it's not my chewing the fat mug. I just want to break it. That's all. Why but are I you won't. so
0: angry and aggressive? I don't, I don't know. What are you a I feminist? No.
3: Know. You know what? <laughs> yes. Yes,
0: I am. <laughs> All right. I wanted to uh, get your feedback or just your uh, initial reaction on Cory Booker announcing he is running to be president. What, what did surprise. he say? He said, "We are better when we help each other." Yes, That's we
3: awesome. are, Cory. He's still Never mad that Kamala coming. beat him to the punch, and Kamala wiped him the floor with him anyway. Ka- so,
0: Kamala. 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 Well, no, listen, we've all said Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. and then she came out and said, it's Kamala, I think just to confuse everyone. It's very clearly Kamala. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So So every time I say her name, I'm like, Kamala.
1: Kamala. Uh,
0: Cam- Kamala. Kamala. That's what she said. Y-
1: you, okay. you totally saw this coming. If you if you watch if you watched, if you watched oh, yes. the uh, the Kavanaugh hearings, you heard. knew exactly who was going to declare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you knew exactly. It was funny. I think they were, weren't were they sitting right next to were, each yeah. other. Oh, mm-hmm. well, they were. Yeah. And every single time the other one spoke, like you saw uh, you saw Kamala would say something. Oh, He's all. Uh-huh you know he's doing one of these things you know what i mean and and the crazy booker eyes were like getting crazy big she beat
3: him to the punch with the twenty thousand people he's mad about that he's pissed you know he's pissed
0: he doesn't have a chance no
3: No, way No. no he does not and i'm surprised that he actually did it he would have been better i think i mean he did it because of his ego and he obviously wants you know wants to be the man but he would have been probably better i think if he just kept saying i'm thinking about it you know so he's Still keeps the interviews going, right, he still keeps right. in the news. Yeah. But
1: now that he's now that he's actually said, Hey, I'm gonna run, I don't know that it gets him anywhere. I don't even think I don't even think he th- I don't think he believes he has a legitimate shot at winning this year. It was an interesting interview, if you listened yesterday, between John McAfee I the same thing. and Glenn. He, that was a great line from him. It, he knew exactly what he was talking he about. He was like, look, you have a better chance of actually changing stuff and getting your message out by running. Not by becoming president, but by running. And you can't argue with that, know, really. for
0: me as his. The
3: other thing that he said uh, in, that, in that particular interview was that uh, he didn't want to win. I just want the stage. Yeah. And that, uh-huh. I mean, that's perfect. Uh-huh. Uh, we could talk, I could talk some more about John Back. He is fascinating, that guy.
0: Well, uh, but Cree-cree. going back to Cory Booker for a minute, though, I mean, he's going to be on the main stage, right? And this is a guy who, oh, yeah. in his book, admitted to basically sexually assaulting someone. We've got all of this Me Too movement growing. I'm, what is that face for, Jeffy?
3: He said he was sorry, right? He didn't.
0: That didn't. But what? That doesn't work or... with anyone else.
1: Oh, but it does for the, for yes, it does. For the left, though. So, yeah. you don't, yeah. so, it's so you don't
0: think that that's going to affect him at all? I, I, I don't think that's going to hurt him with with the Democrat base who is so fired up it about might, I mean, the look, mean look, right now. You can't well. catcall a woman on the street without losing your job. But that's
3: what concerns me about Kamala. Uh, is Kamala. That Kamala. What?
0: See? It's, <laughs> it's going to trip I'm up calling her
3: what time. I want. <laughs> 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 I don't care what she says. The Miss Harris. Is that she, that she's going to be uh, formidable against a guy like Trump, right? Because Trump's going to have a tough time mm-hmm. being Donald Trump with her. Mm-hmm. I mean, a real hard time.
0: Yeah, that's what Glenn and Stu say as well. I I just don't. They find her to be scary because she seems so relatable. I don't see it. I don't know if it's a gender thing that like I just see I see her as being fake. But all the videos that I've seen, did you see that music mood mix or whatever yeah, that she did? I or, thought it was so over-the-top.
3: Absolutely fake.
0: Try, yeah, trying was, to relate, Yeah, that was you Elizabeth
3: Warren. You need a beer?
0: Yes. Oh, oh,
3: look who's in my kitchen. It's my husband.
0: <laughs> I'm going to get me a
3: beer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did, would you, if, you like a beer, honey? Yeah, <laughs> yeah as if she's ever, no, ever sent him I don't need a beer. I'm just in my kitchen. So
0: you agree that that particular... I, I mean, it was yes, so over-the-top. And she would she was was just bad. name a song and then cackle with laughter. Yeah, that was and really And I was like, this isn't... It's not that funny. Her other
3: appearances seemed less fake. Which okay. uh, you know, which makes me think that she's a problem. But you're right. Uh, if she goes down that fake road more and more, she's in trouble.
1: I don't. I don't see her as being more relatable at all, really. In my opinion, I, I, I see her as having more of the social justice check marks I mean, no under kidding. her. You know, now it's go, going more along those lines. You you can't just she's be you can't be a certain well, race or a certain almost. gender. You've got now. I've got to get a combination of certain races and certain genders and certain beliefs, and that bumps you up along this like yes. yeah. you know this hierarchy. Really. And whoever gets that will probably get the nomination. At the moment, it's Kamala Harris.
0: There was a, um, speaking of going farther and farther left, there was a, um, the Democrat, um, what is she, a representative, Omar? Oh, yeah. see what she, the tax rate that she proposed? Is it like
1: 90 or something like that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think we, do we have the clip ready?
1: I hope so, because it was good. Can we
0: watch that? So there are a few things that we can do um one of them is that we could increase the taxes that people are paying um who are that. the extremely wealthy, extremely wealthy in in our communities hey, so 70% 80% we've had it as high as 90% i'm also one that um really looks at uh the the defense budget that we have are that has increased you know nearly 50% uh, since 911
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> fighting terrorists.
0: Yes, yeah.
3: So oh. we should definitely make I mean, sure
0: that we are not safe and put that money more towards you know other things. But more importantly, tax the top. She went on later to say uh, that the that the top one percent needs to pay their fair share. Well, in some states, the top one percent includes people who are making three hundred to five hundred thousand yeah. a year. Yeah. that's not that much to have them pay ninety percent of that in taxes. Criminal.
3: Cool. Uh, <laughs> and, and she says, and "We've had that before." Uh, Pat time? Gray. Pat Gray has a great stat about the uh, with that ninety percent. Before when they did that, um, eight people paid it. <laughs> eight <laughs> people paid that. It, it didn't make it right.
1: But I'm just saying, only eight people paid that. So I mean, it's just dumb. I love how they're trying to one up each other now. Like, oh, was it, seventy. Oh, yeah, of course, first I course, says, says yeah. Seventy. It's like it's like like your your big business model. I'm, there's eight minute abs. I'm gonna do seven minute abs. And and the, and, the, <laughs>
0: and, like,
3: and the old man, 70%, Bernie Sanders, ninety. Yeah, Bernie Sanders want his. He wants to up the rate for uh, the estate taxes. Now, so he's gonna outdo them for that. He's just, uh, you know what? You can take. Yeah, I don't care about what those girls are saying. This is. But a, when you die, we're gonna take it
1: home. This has already been done. France did this. France upped their, uh, you know, extremely wealthy or whatever they called it. Like they put, I can't remember what it was. It's anywhere between seventy and eighty or ninety percent. He was anyway. talking about. I
3: think seventy.
1: Seventy percent and more for the estate tax. It's criminal. The result was that there's a very small amount of people that can actually pay that. But the small amount of people that actually paid that simply just left France. Like, I think in one year they lost 10,000 mm-hmm. uh, people that lived in that, that operated of that. His bar- argument right, is,
3: right. I believe, uh, and, and, uh, his argument, I think, if I remember right, was if you, we're only going to tax the people that have an estate of three plus million. Okay, and maybe it was five, maybe it was five million. But that's not that big of an estate. No. Okay, so let's say it's five million. I think that might be five, but even at five, that's not it's that big so of a state. Five
0: million in California.
3: I mean that's a small farm. Yeah, it is. That's a, that's a small farm, right? Okay. So there's no way the family gets the farm. You take mm-hmm. you take 70 percent of that.
1: Mm-hmm. I, you got Reg- regular homes in not great areas at all in California are at least a million Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my Seriously, god. Seriously, it's that's that bad. I mean, in oh,
0: California, that doesn't get you very
1: much. I couldn't buy a home when I lived there. I had to move like. I think it was like 45 miles outside of Los Angeles because of that. These were not good areas. I would not right. be comfortable. Like, there were gangs in some, some of these neighborhoods. It was well, that bad. We'll but the homes were like anywhere between 800 and one2 we'll
0: take, we'll care, take care, of care of you.
1: Yeah, you just got to be, befriend them. <laughs> <laughs> but as a, side, as a side note of, your, of the California
3: uh, struggle with housing prices, you know, we talked to a guy that uh, when, when asked about, well, why don't people just move? Just get out of there if they want but, you know, they have so many rules and laws and regulations now on the homes before they can sell them, that even if the people want to sell them, they can't sell them without upgrading to the rules and
1: regulations, so they can't get out of it. Yeah, true. you. And, and then, yeah, and that's, again, this is exactly what happened in some progressive countries in in, the, in Europe, including France. Like, again, agree, same thing happened. It was too expensive. All those people moved to the rural areas, but they had to commute still back into uh, into the big cities under, like, Green New Deal. They're trying to even ban cars yeah. for crying out loud under the Green New Deal. Yeah. But if they don't do that, they put a huge fuel tax to get rid of, you know, carbon emissions, that doesn't bother the people that could afford the homes inside the cities. That, bo- that messes with the people that have to commute right. all the way in. Yeah. Exact same thing I mean, happens.
0: Speaking of cars, Awful. Awful. Jeffy, tell us about this Tesla driver. Yeah, so
1: I see the video, and I, I, I believe that it's real. It's
3: been uh, posted uh, throughout, you know, over the country, and it was posted up to an auto website uh, a day or so ago of a, a man uh, sleeping while his Tesla was going down the road. Uh, they slowed the video down. Uh, it's like 18 seconds of him sound asleep uh, in his Tesla uh, sound asleep, and uh, you know we've had other reports of people sleeping and uh, driving Teslas. Tesla's supposed to have their, uh, you know, it's supposed to not be able to do that. It's supposed to have replacements in in order for that. So I don't know. That's why I, I kind of doubt maybe if this is real or
1: not. It will, al- but, it will allow you to do it for like thirty seconds, yeah. and that's it.
3: But uh, but this was also shot uh, in going to Vegas, and there's some. Strips of road. Uh, I don't know if you ever driven to Las Vegas. No matter what direction you're coming from, mm-hmm. um, you know you could drive for quite a while mm-hmm. on, on straight roads in the desert. So I can definitely see <sighs> sound asleep. And I can't wait. I'm all <laughs> for it. Oh man! I, uh, please, because no. uh, then you can do it without having to pay a driver. You just have to buy the car.
0: No, buy I'm the car. Go sound too much asleep. Of a take freak me. Work. No. Go on. I have to know what's going on in the car at all times.
1: That's you know, but that's coming though. The it fully automated is cannot, is coming. I can't do it. I hope they at least have an option to where if you still want to go, I think they're going to outlaw no, it on all that, streets. Yes, ahead. that's what's going to happen. Is yeah. that they're
3: going to you're going to because well, it's for your safety. Don't Jason, of course stop. Don't yeah. say they're going to outlaw. It. <laughs> they're going to make the road safer. <laughs> okay, and by by making the road safer, you should not drive. Them. Yeah, uh, just let the computer do
0: it. Okay, while we're on this subject, can I please just say I am a firm believer that once you hit a certain age in life, you should have to re. Certify your driver's license like every five years or something
3: with a driver's test. I, tests, I, I think else. they yeah. do. I, I think they I think they actually do though, right? I think it is no. after a certain age. It's like uh, uh, every three or four years. I think so. No way. Yeah. Well, I
0: don't know how there are so many bad drivers who are old on the road.
3: I'm just. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, they look. They may look how older than the older they are. <laughs> I
0: don't. You're I one don't.
3: of them. We just <laughs> I found I that know. out. I know.
0: That's what I'm saying. I am one of the elderly. I don't hate them. I'm just saying that it's, there have been a couple instances where I've been on the road, and it's actually really dangerous, and I'm driving with my son, and I'm like, how do you have a driver's license? This should not be allowed. A
3: little, one, I'll give you one little helpful hint from years <laughs> driving in Florida. Uh, there were a number of those people that you're referring to in the state, state of Florida, mm-hmm. uh, older people mm-hmm. who are, still are hanging out of that driver's license, uh, don't get right up on them and get mad.
0: No, I don't. Because if
3: you get right up on them and get mad, they get more flustered. No, they go no, slower no, no, I don't. So you just got to hang back a little bit, wait for your shot, and get around them.
0: Yeah, no, it's mostly, but I'm not even talking <laughs> about driving <laughs> slow. It's mostly just, like, not staying in their lanes.
3: Those are just drunk people. Just
0: drunk. drunk 80-year-olds?
3: Just 80, 80-year-olds can't drink?
0: <laughs> I mean, well, I, I don't think be... 80-year-olds go out and party, but I don't know. Who knows? Maybe you will when you're 80. I don't know. All right. Today's the blaze of why. I'm sorry. Today's poll question is uh, which foreign nation presents the biggest threat to America, in your opinion? I'm not sure uh, what the what the choices are, but you can find out by going to the blazes Twitter. That is at the blaze. Jason, Mr. Chief Researcher and foreign relations expert. What do you think?
1: China by a mile. It's not Russia. I, I haven't seen that poll, but I bet it's I thought China, you were Russia. Say, yeah, I thought
0: you were going to say Russia. Yeah,
1: the biggest existential threat going forward in the future is China.
0: Do you agree, I Jeffy?
1: Yeah.
3: I mean, you pretty much have to believe that it's China, right? If it's not, uh, and even if it's from someone inside the U.S., they're working on behalf of China these days, right? I mean, it pretty much seems that way.
1: Uh Scary. Scary. Yeah. R- Russia has always got problems. The lo- they rise, they fall. They rise, they fall. China is the only country that's like us. That's got a good geography around them, can project power. China going forward is definitely the most. Risky.
3: And China not afraid. I mean, they've been around for that long-term plan. They've got that vision, and they, you know, despite what you may see, they stay on point yeah. to the, the vision.
0: All right, let us know what you think at the Blaze's Twitter. That's it from us. We will see you guys Monday
1: guys i guess well no we got yelled at, hey, Stop
0: Stop no, got yelled at. Oh.
1: thanks for listening to the news and why it matters we hope you enjoyed the podcast if you'd like to watch the program become a blaze tv subscriber and start your free trial now at blaze tv.com